Hey, what's up guys? Thank you for joining me today. We're going to be talking about Enneagram Type 3, in particular the subtypes, uh, the self-preservation, social, and sexual type of Type 3. And Before we get into this, in the description below is the information for how to get in touch with me, my website, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff is, is in the, uh, all the links are in the description below. If you want to schedule a coaching appointment, you can now book those online. Uh, on the website and uh, two thumbs up. So I'd love to hear from you. Uh, always you can leave comments. I do try to interact with all the comments uh, in the videos. You guys have been a great audience and I hope that uh, this video helps you and continues helping you on your and your journey as a three or somebody that's in relationship with a three to help you understand yourself better or those that you love and be more compassionate with each other. All right, so let's talk about the three different kinds of threes. We'll start with the self-preservation, which is sometimes called the counter type. Uh, in other words, they're reacting against their impulse and compulsion um, of threeness. And with all threes, uh, the passion of the three is vanity. Uh, the sin is deceit, but the passion of the three is vanity. And uh, you can see that most obviously in the other two types. In this type, they're going to uh, push against that natural tendency and sometimes what is called they have the vanity of having no vanity in other words they're very proud of the fact that they don't self-promote themselves uh, in in a in an obvious way it's a little less obvious um, so let's let's try to understand this three this three has a lot of nicknames uh, it's sometimes called the company man or the company woman sometimes called the security three sometimes called the pragmatist um, and um, so this three is off is efficient, likes to be autonomous, doesn't want to be dependent. That's why the security um, aspect of why it's sometimes called the security three doesn't want to be dependent on others. Uh, think of it like this. I want to be successful and I want to make a lot of money so that I'm not dependent on other people. I don't, there's, so there's a certain level of anxiety in this three that fuels and drives the ambition, okay? This three sometimes can look like a one and sometimes can look like a six. And it's suggested that sometimes can look like an eight, but I think the one and the six tend to be a better understanding of what this three sometimes can look like, particularly the one, in my opinion. But they'll have some of this anxiety of like a six driving them um, and compelling them to want to attain a certain level of prestige in order to be sec secure. So we're going to look we're going to work long hours we're going to do our best we're going to do it in the most efficient way we're going to be the best example we can be and all of that you could say is driven by an underlying sense of anxiety that I want to be autonomous and I don't want to be dependent on others I want a stable home environment where there's not chaos and all that that I can that I can work from as as this type 3 so efficient autonomous workaholic okay a workaholic company man all right. Remember, that's the nickname, company man, who goes against vanity uh, and tries to be good and successful in order to feel secure and valuable. So there's the worth aspect. Remember, all threes are, a, are worth types. So I want to feel valuable. I want to feel like I'm an important person. They all struggle with that sense of where their worth and value comes from. Um, this is called the accumulating three or the security three. And you're secure the more you accumulate. At least that's the, the way of thinking. So this three wants to be productive and is very quality oriented. Quality not just 
in the quality of their work, but the quality of their relationships. So their friends have to pass the test in order to be friends. There are people who are worthless and there are people who are of value and you pass the test, you make it in. Okay. And so they're very quality oriented, not just again in their work or in their relationships, but also in their own moral lives. They want to see themselves and be seen as being morally upstanding. Okay. That's where they look like the one. They want to be good, not just at what they do, but they want to be thought of as good people. They don't want to come across in a way that looks vain. Okay. Uh, they want to be the best example of how to be in whatever they're doing, whether it's work, whether it's um, you know their organizations they belong to, uh, any place where they have the opportunity to influence others, they want to be a good, positive role model and a good example of the best way to be or the ideal way to be. They want to get things done and they want to get them done correctly. They want they're they're driven like you know of course there are three they're driven to accomplish, uh, but they have that uh, desire to do things in the right way and and not as likely to cut corners as maybe the other two threes are. So they want to get it done correctly and in the right way. They want to be effective and be good at it, and they might suffer a little bit from a sense of overconfidence. Okay, overconfidence. This is the hardest working of the threes, which all tend to be hard workers, company man, uh, driven to do the job well, to be secure, to be autonomous, to take care of themselves and to take care of the people that are under their care or in their charge. Uh, and again, there's some underlying anxiety that fuels this, that kind of makes that little bit of six energy. They, they want to do things morally well and, and not just be seen as good, but be good. Okay. Wants to not only look good, but be good. Therefore, the most modest of the threes. Okay. So this three is a lot less comfortable driving around in a luxury car, wearing high-end clothing, um, with a lot of expensive jewelry. This three is much more likely to be more down to earth in the way they present themselves and look more like a one uh, or look more like a six. Uh, and this three could confuse you as a one or a six. And I think the ones I've known like this sometimes could confuse you as a five because they tend to be very mental and in their heads. Okay. Um, so this, this three is going to be less uh, less likely to feel confident in extravagance or luxury. Okay. So they might be embarrassed by driving around. This is the successful, you know, millionaire uh, entrepreneur who still drives an old Ford F-150. Okay. Because it's good and it's reliable and it works. And it's also, now get it, that's promoting in a, in a, in a backward sort of way. Look, I don't need all of that. I'm so secure and so put together that I don't need, you know, this expensive car. Um, I can be comfortable in this less expensive car. And so there's a vanity in having no vanity. And this three doesn't may not be conscious of that, but if they are, they certainly don't want you to be aware that, that that's their strategy. Okay. Um, so they want to inspire admiration in others because there are three but they don't want to be vain about it. They don't want to have an obvious vanity. So they want to be seen positively by others, but they don't want to appear that they want to be seen positively by others. Okay? So let that sink in for a little bit. They want to be seen positively by others, which is not a bad thing. I mean, 
you should care what people think about you. Now, you shouldn't let it drive you. I mean, it shouldn't. you shouldn't be addicted to people's approval, but you want to be a good example to other people. You want to, you know, be a person that inspires and motivates. All of us should desire that, you know, to have some kind of positive influence in people and be a good role model. This three of the of the three different threes, this three is uh, not comfortable, um, you know, being coming across as self-absorbed. They don't want to come across uh, as somebody. They want to be recognized for their accomplishments, and they want to be recognized that they uh, are helpful and that they're a mentor and that they've accomplished a lot. But they don't want to um, be caught bragging about it. Okay, they're not going to be as self-promoting. Or as obvious, you know, um, you know, shining the spotlight on themselves. Okay, they don't, they don't necessarily. They might do it in indirect ways, but they don't want to, you know, go out and hey, did you hear what I accomplished? Hey, did you see what I just did? Did you hear I just got promoted? They're not going to be bragging as much, or they might be more indirect um, than than the other threes. They don't want to be caught in blatant self-promotion. They they don't want others to see that they have actually created an image designed to look good to others. So there's the vanity of having no vanity. So they're creating an image that looks great, but they don't want to be caught, you know, creating see, being seen as creating an image that looks great. So they can be very powerful leaders because they're going to do a good job in the best way uh, without the big ego or without that, you know, big ego dominating. It's not as obvious, okay? Um, and without necessarily needing to be the center of attention. This this three is less less comfortable on the stage than the other threes are. They're more likely to work behind the scenes. They, they're not as comfortable being out there on the stage in the spotlight, you know, stealing the show. Um, not that they're not assertive. They are assertive, okay? But they're not as uh, likely to, you know, want to be up in front and be that that um, uh, camera on me all the time, okay? Hardworking and dependent, um, wants to be self-sufficient and not dependent on others. And I would say that that's probably where you could get some of that eightness, okay? So if it does, if this three does look at all like an eight, it's probably because of this, because eights do not want to be dependent on people. They, by definition, want to be autonomous and self-sufficient and self-sustaining. Okay, so this three is going to work to become financially secure uh, and be highly productive because they want to be in control of their lives. Okay, they don't want to relinquish control to to some producer or some director or somebody else. Okay, so the fear that, you know, underlying them is, oh my goodness, what if I should need help? That'd be the end of the world if I should need help. Um, they look very put together on the outside. So this three looks very calm, very organized, uh, like everything, like come to me for answers. I will mentor you. I will help you. I will guide you. This three is the three that looks calm, cool, collected, but underneath underneath that calm exterior is some insecurity and some anxiety okay there's that sick stuff okay so they're going to have some insecurity and anxiety you know what if i get in over my head what if i should need help what if i you know can't make my way and be successful as i want to be so there's some anxiety underneath and they put a lot of that anxious pressure on themselves to accomplish and over accomplish Okay, so do so much for themselves and for those that they care about. They desire 
um, to they desire to set an example for how hard they work. Um, they and also they desire to set an example for their humility, for the kind of humility that they demonstrate, for how humble they are. See, there's the vanity of having no vanity. I'm not like those other people. I'm very humble and I'm very you know put together and secure. Um, okay. So the first person to the office and the last person to leave. That's this three, probably. First person, the company man. For, and, and because of that, their, their relationships and connections can suffer. All threes have a problem with emotions and feelings and getting in touch with their feelings, although they're right in the dead center of the feeling type. They're disconnected from their feelings. Feelings slow threes down. Feelings are like roadblocks. This, this three is so tuned in to being secure and autonomous and being productive and useful and good that their relationships can often take a back seat. They want a stable, calm home environment that's their base or their fort so then they can go out and make a lot of accomplishments in all their mission, you know, in life. So they tend to be very solid, self-assured people and tend to be good people, but their relationship suffers because they tend to go it alone in life. Uh, they're very practical, pragmatic, useful, the most conservative and quiet of the threes. Um, and they feel it is bad form to assert their strong points to others. So they're going to be less bragging or braggadocious than, uh, than others. Um, let's see. Anything else? Well, who are, the, who, who are some examples of this kind of three? So I've got a list here I found. And I don't know. I don't know if this is helpful. I don't even know if I agree with it. But on the list is Taylor Swift, Kane West, Rachel McAdams, Paul McCartney, Tom Cruise, and Anderson Cooper. I can see Tom Cruise. I don't know the other ones so well. I mean, who really knows Paul McCartney? I mean, I love his music, but I mean, I, but um, Tom Cruise, I can see that. I can definitely see that Tom Cruise. Probably the person that comes to my mind, and this because I'm old, is Mr. Howell on Gilligan's Island. Okay, I think of Mr. Howell as a good example of this. He wants to be secure, and he thinks his money is going to provide that security, and he's very much the company man. He's very much, you know... Um, uh, all about the the stock market and business even though he doesn't even have you know access to his business because he's marooned on an island that's all he thinks about is business and money and accomplishing as a means of attaining security and as a means of attaining you know it doesn't need help from others doesn't want to be dependent on others and if he is dependent then he just pulls out the checkbook he pulls out the money which does no good on a desert island and he starts passing it out you know and hopes a bid to get people to to see things his way or to help him so I'd say Mr. Howell is a good example. Thurston Howell the Third is a good example of that of that three, in my opinion. All right, so let's talk about let's move shift gears to the social three. This is the obvious three. This is the three that when you you know see the T-shirts with the jokes on them about threes and all that, that people often mean this is kind of the archetype three. Okay, so the social three is called the uh, politician. That's a great title, I think, for this three prestige three, the achieving three. Um, I could name a few other things like maybe the the obvious three or the newscaster three. You know, the big head with the beautiful hair and the white teeth and the polished smile and the, you know, and then the camera goes off and maybe they're, you know, not necessarily that kind and friendly and all that as they are on the screen. This is the, um, 
uh, the three that expresses their vanity by wanting to be recognized. So instead of counteracting that like the self-preservation three, this social three is very comfortable welcoming that attention and being recognized on the social stage for their creativity, leveraging that, uh, that popular image for their advantage, and selling a polished image of themselves. Okay, so there's the politician selling the polished image of themselves. Um, this three enjoys being on a stage, wants to be recognized, wants the applause, craves the applause and the attention. I also like to call this three the Facebook three <laughs> or maybe the Instagram three, you know, that is self-promoting. Anytime anything happens in their life that they've overcome or accomplished or, you know, any kind of victory or trophy or medal or certificate, it all gets put out on Facebook because what's the point of doing things if you don't get recognized for it? What's the point of doing things if you can't? And they'll do it in such a way as as, as a sort of a false humility or a false vanity of, oh, I accomplished this great thing. I lost all this weight or I got this trophy because of my dedication. And and that could inspire you too. And so they're doing it for you. You know, that's the that's the shenanigan they're pulling is that I'm only promoting myself in order to inspire you. <laughs> and you can kind of see through that stuff if you got, you know, any sense about you at all. You kind of see through it and you're like, okay, yeah, I wish I was like you. Sort of every post, you know, is their best face forward. They're always on job interview, you know, and so every post is kind of like, make me like you. You know, why can't I be more like you? Um, all right, I don't want to be too hard. Again, the Enneagram doesn't show you how great you are. It shows you what a mess we are, right? All right, so this three wants recognition, wants applause. Uh, I live for the applause, 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 okay? Cares about winning. This three cares about winning. The other three, you know, the self-preservation cares about being good and being seen as good and being good at their job and quality, quality, quality. This three wants to win. This three is the most competitive of all the threes. Now, again, the claim that they will make is, I'm just competing against my record. I'm just competing against myself. I'm just competing against how I did last year, last week. But they're really competing against you. Okay, you feel it. You feel What they might say is one thing, but what you feel is that they're competing against you because they are, okay? And they're very upset when they don't win. And so the deceitfulness of the three is they might cut corners in order to win, which will frustrate the fire out of ones, eights, <laughs> um, maybe some fives and sixes, probably everybody, you know, uh, frustrate the fire if you cut corners in order to win. But winning at all costs, accomplishing and winning. So the most aggressive of the threes, uh, strong, assertive, okay, of the threes. Um, they're more comfortable displaying symbols of status and wealth and achievement. And there's that prestige, right? Look at my prestigious car. Look at my prestigious diplomas. Look at my prestigious office. Look at my prestigious clothing. Look at my prestigious jewelry. Smell my prestigious smell when I walk in, you know, uh, off the elevator. So very comfortable with the high-end stuff of life. You know, the big house and the symbols of success. The most chameleon-like of the threes, in order to fit into whatever to be, you know, to stand out and be uh, admired, this three will kind of morph and change uh, more likely to than the other threes in order to sell themselves. They're an image maker, okay? 
So they're uh, not self-conscious about seeing in luxury. They shine in public situations. They crave recognition for their performance. They need admiration and applause. Oh, can you see what's underlying this? Okay, in the first, remember, it was anxiety is underlying the self-preservation. What's what's underlying this three? Feelings of inadequacy, feelings of worthlessness. Um, this three is going to be very careful about how close you get to know them. They're going to have a hard time with relationships because they are going to be very cautious in how much you know about them because if you see through the thin veneer, if you see that they're a flawed person, which we all are, we all are, own it, accept it, live in it, okay? But if if the, you see beneath that flawed exterior or that exterior, that polished exterior to the flawed interior, then maybe you will reject me um, and you'll you'll see my brokenness and so this three really struggles with worth uh, and where their worth comes from. And so all those symbols around them, uh, you know, reaffirm their sense of worth and value. So they're, the applause they get from you. That's why they're posting stuff all the time of how great they are, how great their kids are, how much they've accomplished, because they're needing something back from you. Okay. We're always doing what we do because we need something in return. So what do you get in return from that? You get people's admiration and you get a sense of feeling of worth. If you had a feeling of worth and value, then you don't need to be compulsed by this, right? If you already knew your worth and value, which is intrinsic, it's inherent, it's in your DNA, you're created with it, then you don't need my uh, admiration and my applause you know, to help you sustain... Um, shore up and prop up your limited sense of worth and value okay so excellent salespeople they enjoy power and influence they're going to get frustrated if people are incompetent they want to take over they want to move you aside and take over and take control um they f they frame what they say for maximum impact so they're salesmen okay they're great salesmen great politicians newscasters okay public image public face of the company. This is the person that comes on, represents the company in a good light. Even when, you know, maybe things aren't so good, they're able to frame things they say in a way to be the most effective for the future sales of the company and also to promote themselves. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Natural leaders, they love titles. They love directing the work processes. They love power. They love wielding power. They have a corporate mentality to do the job in the best way to promote the company and to promote myself, especially, okay, primarily. Uh, intuitively aligned with what's best for the company and themselves, motivated to move things forward decisively and successfully. They have a hard time showing vulnerability. They, they make you think that they have no faults. They look good. They have no faults. Um, it's important that they show them their best side. They can be strong leaders. Um, they want to find a way to master any job and create results. They do what's best for the group, but always kind of with this underlying you know, sense of furthering their own image or promoting their own image. And again, there's underlying feelings of, of, of worthlessness. They're likely to marry the person that is, or to be with the person that's arm candy, you know, the person that is the trophy wife, okay, the trophy wife, um, the, uh, you know, the trophy husband, they're likely to fall into relationships uh, for maybe superficial reasons uh, to look good. So get to the top and look good doing it. Now, who are some examples of this? Okay, on the list, 
Um, Drake, Justin Bieber, Justin Trudeau, Justin Timberlake, Will Smith. I don't know. You know who I think of? I mean, every pol you could put like, you know, that, that typical politician and I hate to say it, but kind of the sleazy politician. Okay. I, hey, I said on one of the other videos on the type one, the counter type, uh, I think it's the sexual one. I said the sleazy TV evangelist. So don't get mad if I say sleazy politician because everybody, I'm picking on everybody the same. All right. I don't mean to leave anybody out, <laughs> but I think, I think Gaston from Beauty and the Beast might be a, an example of this. Um, you know, no one spits like Gaston, no one, you know, uh, breathes like Gaston, nobody can hunt deer like Gaston, nobody can do anything like Gaston, right? And so let's get the whole bar to sing a song about Gaston. Uh, but Gaston cuts corners, doesn't he, to get himself promoted. And um, so I think Gaston might be a good example. Okay, last of the threes, the sexual three or the one to one three one-on-one -on -one three. This is the three that is called uh, the movie star, okay, or the leading lady, or the leading man, all right, the 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 charisma three. This is the three that can, now, the, the past three, the, uh, the social three, it's the three that looks like a three. I don't know that it looks like anything else. It's a three that looks like a three. This three looks like a two and can look like a seven, okay? This is the three that can look like a two, uh, probably primarily like a two, but maybe a little bit of seven as well. So this is the charismatic pleaser. Oh, we've heard that word before. Twos are pleasers, right? So this three wants to please you. This three expresses their vanity by being appealing and by being supportive to others and achieving their sense of image and worth by seeing you achieve something of value. So this three is the team member three. This is the cheerleader three. This is the motivational speaker three. You probably know where I'm going with this, right? Tony Robbins. I think Tony Robbins is a good example of this kind of three. And maybe Oprah. Oprah's a three and she's probably this three. I don't know, but I'm going to guess she's probably this three. And I think Elvis Presley is probably this three. So this is the charismatic three, the movie star three, the beautiful three, the attractive three. Okay, uh, this one is a little more sweet and shy, but has a personal magnetism that pulls you in. Okay, they are not as much of a self-promoter as the other two. Uh, they want to please you and they want to make themselves attractive to you. So they can be very effective leaders, but just like the other threes, but they have a stronger emphasis on relationships. Okay, remember the other two have a hard time with relationships. This one is much more relational. This three wants to be the perfect wife. This three wants to be the perfect husband. They're aspiring to accomplish perfection, to be the perfect husband, be the perfect wife. You know, the, the middle three there, the social three, kind of wants the perfect wife or the image of the perfect wife. This three wants to be the perfect wife or be the perfect husband. Uh, so they have much stronger emphasis on relationships, and it's the most emotional of the threes. Remember, threes are detached from their feelings, but this three is the most attached to their feelings, to their emotions. This three promotes you like a two, shines the spotlight on you. This three doesn't necessarily come with all their accomplishments and all their awards and all their, but they come at you and tell you, oh, you are the best. You are such a great person. We are so blessed to have you and you really make this work. And I'm so excited. To... And so they're kind of like a cheerleader or a motivator and they feel like they have value if the team is winning. 
Okay, which is great. That's great. That's a good thing. I like that a lot. So you might say it like this. This three has a lot of personal appeal, a personal appeal. Okay, very personal, very warm, um, very kind, can come across very kind. The self-preservation three says, I look morally good. Okay, I believe in quality and doing things by the right way. Okay, the, the, the social three says, I look good because I won. I win. I won. I'm on the center of the stage. I got the award. I won. Look at me. And even their Facebook posts will be them, you know, with their hands up like this. Okay. Um, the sexual three says, I look good because I'm friendly and I support your success, not just my own. So again, the motivational speaker. All right. Um, probably a lot of ministers, mega church ministers, particularly probably them. a lot of them are this. They feel like a winner when the people they support win. So it's, uh, man, you're doing great. Man, did you guys see Bobby? Bobby, he's he comes in, works hard, man. Bobby's doing all kinds of stuff for everybody. It's the promoter. They're promoting everybody else, right? They're promoting, you know, what you're doing and how, how effective you've been and how, you know, and so they're a promoter, all right? Which all threes are promoters to some degree. Um, all right, so if the team wins, I win. Ambitious to make others win. Great. That's good. Competitive, hardworking, but a little more shy, a little less likely to want to be the center of attention, especially more less likely than the social three, um, would rather promote the people they work with, the people they care about, the people they like. It's enough for me to be attractive. <laughs> it's enough for me to just be attractive. I don't have to, you know, uh, achieve as much as the others because I I don't have to achieve to get love because I'm a movie star, right? This is called the movie star. I'm the leading lady. I'm so attractive. Um, they want to be seen and care about their image. They want to look good, but for them, um, they want to be attractive to their significant other. Okay, so they're that one-on-one -on -one three. They want to be the, the perfect wife. Uh, the people they care about, those they seek to please. They desire to, be, they desire to be the ideal partner, the prince charming or the princess charming. More emotional than the other threes, attractive, likable, helpful. They focus on others. The spotlight is more on you than it is on them. They tirelessly promote and support others. And I know this. I, I know this because I've got some of these threes in my life and they're beautiful people, beautiful people. Uh, they move things along forward through the force of their personal relationships and the bonds of their teammates. They can seem like twos. They really can. They want to see people they support succeed. They want to see the team win. They're cheering you on. They're willing to take the back seat. They may have a hard time loving themselves and seeing the good in themselves. They, they underlying them, there may be a fear that, that they are unlovable, like a two. They have that fear of being unlovable, that fear that you might reject them, the fear that, again, it's that worthless stuff that all threes, two, threes, and fours share. Um, the most emotional of the threes and the most willing to express their feelings and to be in touch with their feelings. All right, guys, let's see. Who who do they list as the threes for this? They list um, it says being a successful three is the best at... at uh, hooking people, getting getting them in, you know, reeling them in. They list Madonna, Billy Idol, Wh Whitney Houston, Elvis Presley, Britney Spears, and Angelina Jolie. Um, I mentioned a couple that I think, uh, but you know, it's always helpful to get get more information and get some lists. 
Um, like I said before, guys, thank you for following me through this video. I hope it's helpful to you. I hope it's encouraging to you. I hope it blesses your life, helps you understand yourself and others that you love better. So you can be more compassionate with yourself. All of us are broken. All of us need help. Thank you, thank you, Lord. <laughs> uh, we all need help. Uh, we all need, uh, you know, uh, redemption. And uh, I hope that this video is is a blessing to you. Again, you can look in my description and contact me if you'd like. Uh, you can book appointments. Uh, online. Uh, I'm growing the website. I'm adding stuff all the time. I'm going to try to add as many free resources as I can for you um, and just anything I can do to support and help you. All right, guys, be present to life. Be uh, present to life. Don't uh, don't miss what is because of the better. I hope tomorrow is going to be better or, oh, wasn't it great in the past and I wish we could get back to the good old days. Uh, don't miss what's right in front of you and don't don't miss the journey uh, to try to get to the destination and threes you guys are all about getting to the destination and getting across the finish line and beating other people and and being the winner don't miss the joy of the journey because when you look back it's not going to be the certificate that that is in your memories or the diploma it's going to be the time you spent you know in the classroom and with other students that's going to be on your heart that's where the meaning is that's where the purpose is and don't miss your relationships don't miss your relationships that are right there uh, for you to access and to enjoy, uh, they, they are not uh, something to leverage in order to move forward. Your relationships are for you to be present in. You, you just need to be present with the people that love you and let them love you and love them back. Okay. All right. So be good for a three, all threes to stop for a minute and just get in touch with what is it I want in life and what's important to me. Not how do I get ahead or how do I promote or how do I win, but just what do I care about? What am I passionate about? What do I feel? What do I feel? You know? All right. Thank you guys. I'll see you next time.